Father, we want to say thank you for waking us up this morning. Start us on our way. Father, you have been built to us and we've been to ourselves. And we want to say thank you. So, Father God, we ask you to look down upon us and in us. Create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Father God, we ask right now that then you've done all of that, then you give us a fresh anointing. What fills us with souls of our feet to the crowns of our heads. Father, we need you for one thing, somebody needs you for another thing. Father God, we know that we can't do nothing without you. But in you and through you, oh Father God, all things are possible. So Father God, that's why we come humbly, sincerely before you right now. Asking you to move in our own our life. If there's anything that's not right with you, Father God, we ask you to remove it right now. In the name of Jesus, deal with it, oh Father God. Help us to exterminate it, oh Father God. Get us, help us be freed from it right now. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we want to just do what you want us to do. We want to be what you want us to be. So Father God, whatever you have to do to work it out of us and get us right, do it right now. We want to bring joy and pleasure to you, oh Father God. Father God, because that's why you created us, and we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for looking at all our faults and seeing us at our knees. You saved us, and even when we wouldn't even think about being saved. You loved on us, but we wouldn't even think about loving you, and we thank you for that. Father God, we ask that you just allow us, Father God, to have the love for our fellow brothers and sisters that you have for us. Father God, even though we are not right with each other, in some cases, Father God, we ask that you allow us to have that agape love. For our brothers and sisters, Father God, love without, without condition, right? And help us, oh Father God, because you are love. And Father God, if you can have all those things and we have no love, we are nothing. You said that in your word. So right now, Father God, we ask you just fight our battles for us. Make a way out of no way. Deliver somebody need you for healing right now. Heal their bodies right now, oh Heavenly Father. Heal them, Father God, right now. Father God, in your spirit and in their physical body, right now, in the name of Jesus. If you don't move and do it, Father God, it will not be done right now. If, if you don't do it, Father God, the doctor can't prescribe the right medication. If you don't do it, Father God, we won't take the medication the right time. Father God, without you, we are nothing but in you and in through you, all things are possible. Father God, Father God, someone is in a, the fight of their life right now. Father God, Satan is surrounding them. He's seeking whom he can evolve in these last and evil days. Father God, you said in your word that when the enemy comes in on us like a flood, that you would raise a standard against him. So Father God, we ask you to just raise the standard right now. In the name of Jesus, we realize that we know <clears throat> that the battle is not ours, but it's yours. So, Father God, fight our battles for us. Deliver us, Father God, because our enemy seeks to devour our flesh. They have surrounded us, Father God, and they think we are out for the comfort. God, we ask that you just do what you said you would do, that you would change the circumstance, that you will work on things on the road. You will make a way out of no way for us. So we ask, oh God, that you just do it right now. Father God, in this position that I am, I ask, oh God, that I need the blood of Jesus upon the lives of your people. Right now, like most put the blood on the 
doorposts of the children of Israel. Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus upon the lives of your people right now. Protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger, and most of all, the wiles of the devil. Father God, I plead the blood against every father malignant spirit that raised up against your people right now. And I rebuke them right now and send them back to the pits of hell right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, do what you said you would do. Make a way out of no way. Be a strong child. Be a friend that stays closer than a brother. Be a way out of no way. Father God, bless New Jerusalem right now. And Father God, we don't know how you're going to do it, but we know that you will. You said that you will. You said, uh, you said that upon the rock called Jesus, you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Father God, do what you said you would do and have your way. And while we're waiting for you, oh Heavenly Father, allow your people to stay faithful. Allow your people to keep your eyes fixed on the prize. Allow your people, Father, to press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Allow us to not listen to what others say, but keep our minds stayed on you. Wake us up with our minds stayed on you. While we're in the battle in the middle of the day, keep our minds stayed on you. And Father, oh, we don't know how you're going to do it. Give us a little bit of encouragement. Some of us feel like throwing in the towel and quit. But Father God, we want to know, we want you to know, Father God, you've been too good to us. You've been too good to us now. For us to start doubting you now. We thank you. We thank you. Give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our storm. Give us a spirit of thankfulness while it's raining, Father God, so we can thank you in the midst of our mess. Right now, in the name of Jesus. If you would do your, if you would do this for us, oh, Father God. Oh, Father God, we'll be so careful. We'll be so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all the love the Lord say, Amen. 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 Just have to get a good God on the hand
and thank you for so much for being here. We're glad that you're here. We hope that everyone will get something out of this service to help us advance our walk, right? With the Lord. Please be reminded the Bible and mission studies for this month has been suspended for this month of December. We will resume back in January after the holiday. Amen. Stay prayerful and stay in your word. Amen. Amen. Continue to pray for Sister Budget and all the sick and shut in Marie. Please pray for Dr. Jenkins, Sister Jenkins, Sister Morrison, and who are traveling. They're traveling to St. Augustine's for Florida General Baptist Convention on a board meeting today. Keep Sister Annika Brown and her new grandbaby in prayer and that she's a is spending time with her daughter in Atlanta. Pray for myself, the leaders of the church, to stay safe during the holidays. Keep reminding about that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let me uh, read today's inspirational quote to you before I walk to my visitors. When you put God first, everything else falls into your proper place. Amen? Amen. Isn't that a good one? When you put God first, everything else will fall into its proper place. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want to ask Mr. Carter to stand up if some of y'all haven't met him. He better than Sunday school. Mr. Carter, stand up. God bless you for being a visitor with us today. I am trying to put you on spot, but I just had to welcome you. And I'm so glad that you're here. I'll be sure to tell Dr. Jacob that you made it here today. I'll be sure that he, he invited you here. He, they're probably listening to us on that live stream on Facebook if we're streaming or not. But I always thank God that you're, you're here. So glad that you made it in the sanctuary. So blessed us to have you in this place today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Give him another hand, clap a hand for this one. Let's continue, gentlemen. We've got to govern ourselves uh, accordingly. Amen. Amen. Fast approaching into that holiday season and the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Also approaching also very close now for our um, watch night service, which our watch night service will be held at 10 o'clock on the 31st. Amen. 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 You'll be hearing more about that very, very soon. Amen. 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 It's offering time. The Bible said, bring all the tithes in the storehouse. So there'll be a meeting in my house and say, we're not telling us, we're going to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. We know that God has been there, we bring the tithes in the storehouse and the Jews will be able to be well taught. We know what the tithe does for us, amen? amen. Be, first of all, we'll be obedient to God, amen? We'll call those things that are not as if they are. We know that God, we don't have, we're not paying our tithes because we're rich and we got all what we say we want to have or we need. But we, we're going to just do what God asks us to do and call those things of knowledge they are, right? God will make a way out of no way. He, he's, a, he's a way maker. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let me bless this offering in advance that we're about to give. Here we go. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you right now for the opportunity to give to you, Father God, that which you have given to us. We ask so many, Father, that you continue. Oh, Father, let me bless your people. Making a way out of no way for us. Father God, we're being obedient to you. Father God, we all don't have. Somebody needs you for one thing, somebody needs you for another. But we ask, oh Father God, that you bless whatever your people are about to give to you. We ask you to come against the spirit of poverty and failure. Come against those spirits in the lives of your people. And allow the spirit of prosperity and success to breathe in the lives of your people. 
Make a way out of nowhere for the bless their hands. Let them place their place their feet. Let them claim this their ground. Let this offering be used for the benefit of building your kingdom. When given days are over down here, send us a place over Heavenly Father. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And we do this for so thankful, so Heavenly Father. We so tell to you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all the love of the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Church, stand up from the back. Those are going to give and come from the back.
bind Satan right now as he tries to snatch the word of knowledge away from your people. Anoint every mind and heart in the place. And whatever's accomplished in this setting, oh Heavenly Father, we'll be coming to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all the love of the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Gospel according to Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 12. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Amen? Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. But if I help the Holy Spirit like a preaching teaching this morning, for unto you a child is born. For unto you a child is born. Church, there's something. There's something about this message is all wrong. Something about this Christmas message, this Christmas message is off. It's strange. It's, it's different. Because a king is being born. And the announcement is not made in Jerusalem. It is not made to the aristocrats. The message is not announced to the rich and the famous. But the message of Christmas, the announcement is made to shepherds. Shepherds were commonly called dirt people. They smelled. They smelled of what they worked around. All right. Sheep. Dumb, sweat. They were common. They were ordinary. They were not invited to the temple precincts. They were unimportant. They were common day laborers. They were everyday people, dirt people. They were commonly called. They were unclean ceremonially. They were not priests. They were not rulers. All right. They were not the scribes, nor were they the Pharisees. They were not of the ruling class. They were not of the intelligentsia. They were not of any rank or any pedigree, Sister Carter. They were just ordinary, common, everyday dirt people. Strange people to announce this glorious news. They were not the higher-ups. They were not the well-heeled. They were not the rulers. 
They were not teachers. They had no family background to speak of. They were uneducated, ignorant, covering everyday laborers. But angels came and sang in their midst. Good news. Brothers and sisters, I don't want to stay there too long. But, 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 but I thank the Lord that when he shows up, it's common, ordinary, dirt people. People who are not higher ups. People who are not well healed. People who are not classed or ranked by any particular standard that society calls important. He only shows up to people, Deacon Cook, who are willing to receive him. Are you not glad about that? Because there are some of us here this morning, if we are honest about our testimony, we are not well healed. We didn't come from good stock. We didn't come from a rank or pedigree or prestige. We came from no educational great background, no money to speak of. But Christ came and filled our hearts with his presence. And he will only show up to people who will receive him. The reason many of us under the sound of my voice can't praise God this morning is because you can't or we will not receive him. Because you think he should have come differently than how he came. That salvation has to be more difficult than this. This can't be all there is to be to it. That this lonely baby, this lowly baby, born to these peasant parents, announced to these dirty shepherds, would bring the world some salvation. Walk with me around the text if you will. I want you to see, my brothers and sisters, the character of this message. I want you to see the character of this message. It's not a message of judgment. But it's a message of hope. The angel does not come to announce to us that we are forever outside God's presence. But the angel comes to announce to us that now we who are alien strangers, who, who are cut off from the commonwealth of Israel, now we are able to come into God's presence because we have hope. Brothers and sisters, that is what Christmas is all about. No matter how dark your past, there can be a bright future for you. Your parents will know. No, no, it doesn't matter who your parents were. No matter what your background is. No matter how many sins you committed. No matter how bad your resume, there's hope for your future. And the hope, y'all, y'all with me, is that God has done a new thing. He has sent Jesus Christ. Born in Bethlehem to become our Savior. When you read the very Bible from Genesis through the book of Malachi, particularly the last books of the prophecy of the Old Testament, there's in between, for pastor, there's in between the Old Testament and the New Testament what is called the intertestamental or interbiblical period. Intertestamental or interbiblical period. But, but there are 400 years of more of darkness and no good news. God has not spoken to them for over 400 years. There's been an intertestamental or interbiblical period where there has been no 
service from heaven. It's been silent. Heaven has been silent for 400 years. Because God in sundry times and in direst places spoke through the law, through the prophecy and prophets. But now God chooses to speak through his son. That's not bad. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Through a baby, through a child. To let us know that no matter how dark your past has been, God can brighten up your future. Can I get a witness of this? Brothers and sisters, if Christmas means anything at all, it means that tomorrow is always better than the day before. That no matter what your past has been, God can give you a new hope. God can bring new life, new life, new excitement, new enthusiasm into your life, Sister Thomas. Because if you messed up all year long, you have another day to get it right. You have another opportunity to get it right. Thank God that he never closes the door on us. Can I get a witness here? Even though we're messed up, he still provides a way for us to get it right. Now, that doesn't excite some of you Sunday morning Christians. That doesn't excite some of you good New Jerusalem people or you Facebook people streaming with us today. Because you don't have to, you don't have a past to speak of. You don't have anything in your yesterday that you're ashamed to talk about. There's somebody though listening to me today. If I gave you the mic right now and let you testify, you would remind us and yourself that it was nobody, but nobody. But Jesus that gave you another chance. And everybody had written you off. Can I get a witness here? When everybody had written you off, y'all with me? God came and brought new hope, new light in your dark situation. That is something to shout about all by itself. Not only at Christmas, that's something to shout about every time you wake up in the morning. You could have slept in the shelter last night. Can I get a witness here? You could have been outdoors in the cold last night. But God is so full of grace that you slept where you slept and ate what you ate and you're driving what you're driving. What you drive and wear, what you wear, is not because you're better than anybody else. But because Jesus brings new hope into dark situations. Let me share this with you all. I spend a lot of time alone these days. I, I get a lot of time to think and evaluate my situation and my circumstance, Deacon Cook, my personal life, my ministerial calling while working and driving in between jobs. I often ask myself, Pastor, based on your current state of affairs, don't you feel like you ought to be doubting God right now? Will it ever, will it ever cross your mind, Warren Clark? Will it ever cross your mind to doubt God's faithfulness? That was my opportunity right there, Sister Andy, to act like Job did in the book of Job, chapter 3, where he wanted God to explain his suffering. This is what I need to share with you this morning. I'm not so spiritually immature when things don't go my way. How I do, I don't, I don't get a, or I don't get a prayer answered the way I want. That I act out of character with my brothers and sisters or with God. Y'all may hear me. When God does a new thing in your life and in my life, when God does a brand new thing in your life, when God works a miracle in your life, that you know God is the one who did it is because nobody else could have done it. God likes to set stuff up so he gets the credit all by himself. There's no room in your life or my 
doubting God right now. That's not the time in life for playing church when stuff go crazy in your life. There's no opportunity for you to act like you don't know who God is. If nobody else wants to praise him, if nobody else wants to give him the glory of Deacon Cook, if nobody else wants to shout about his goodness, guess what? I'll do it by myself. He brings hope in a dark situation. In the message of creatures, it's not just about character, it, but, but it's about content, Sister Carter. It's not just about character, but it's about content. Walking past him. The content of this message is, unto you, a child is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. As Savior, we have acceptance. As Christ, we have access. As the Lord, we have authority. Y'all walk with me still. There are three A's in this thing, Sister Nicole. And we call we can call it triple A. Access, authority, and acceptance. Are y'all with me? This triple A situation of Jesus brings our Savior, our Christ, and our Lord, giving us acceptance, access, and authority. Sister Tracy, what pastor? Help me hold you. Triple A is an organization that helps you when you're on the side of the road, when you break down, they come to your rescue. But you have to be what? A member. When life breaks down on you, when life fails, falls flat on you, if you know him as Savior, as Christ, and as Lord, you also have triple A. Acceptance, access, and authority. Because he is Jesus the Christ, the Lord. I'm glad he's my Savior, Sister Carter. I'm glad he, he's my Christ. I'm glad he's my Lord. Because when the devil tries to depress God, I have authority over serpents. I have got a witness. Can I get a witness up here? When the devil tries to tell me I'm not God's child because of the way I acted yesterday, are y'all in with me? Talk back to me. When the devil tries to convict me because of the way I acted towards you yesterday, I want to let all of you know and the world know my salvation ain't based on what I do, but on what has been done. And what's been done is one Friday, he died, didn't he die? He died one bright early Sunday morning. He got up from the grave, which gives me acceptance, access, and authority. That's the content. Because the Savior is about worship. 
And many of us have no problem with worshiping our Savior. Yes. The problem comes to us is when we have to obey our Lord. We have no problem about worshiping Sister Thomas and Savior because you can get in a crowd in a church and get caught in the worship atmosphere. But it's about what happens, Sister Angie, to Trace Washington. It's about what happens after you leave worship. Is he, is he Savior and Lord? Because he's not Lord of all. He's not Lord at all. Yes, I worship him as my Savior. I praise God. He's my Savior. But when I leave church on Sunday morning, I need something to hold me so I can put into practice what I just heard on Sunday morning. Have I got a witness up in here? Because if you just worship him as Savior, when the devil comes, Sister Nicole, you won't have anything to help you obey him as Lord. And listen to me, brother and sister. The devil will surely come. I said the devil will surely come and rob you of what you think you know is right. But when Jesus is your Lord, when Jesus is ruling and reigning in your life, you with me. When you learn how to obey him with all your heart, every day is Christmas Day for you. When, when, when he is ruling, yeah. when the Lord is ruling yeah. and reigning, you then you say no to stuff you normally would have said no to. Uh-huh. Can I get the witness of it? You say no to some of the stuff you like the most. Yeah. And you will, you will look at yourself did I just say that? Yeah, you did. Because that was the spirit man or woman taking control over the flesh.
that God get God and give God some praise, God has to give you the strength not to get on your knees. Can I say thank you? But God doesn't have to beg me for no hallelujah. God doesn't have to beg me for no thank you. Just just Jesus. I I don't need no preacher to tell me to give God some glory. I don't need a, a praise team to tell me put your hands together. I don't need to high five three people to say thank you. When I think about how good. Oh, 
always a bag of potato chips. I will send your life. Everything else is perfect in your life. That's good for you. But some of us in here don't mind telling the truth about our testimony. That God had to reach way down. God had to reach Sister Landlord way I'm not talking about a little bit, y'all. Go ahead. God had to reach way down. As a matter of fact, we still ain't straight yet. We are not up to where we should be yet. But thank God that you don't have to be what somebody else thinks you should be. Just come to Jesus and say, Lord, here I am. I'm broke. I'm ruined. I'm messed up. I'm down. But you can straighten out my situation. Is there anybody here? I said, is there anybody here? You know God will bring light to your dark situation. You were raised in a house with no father or with a mother who didn't teach you right. But look at where you are right now. Your past doesn't have to determine your future. You were raised in a poor family. And in the past, somebody thought you'd never be anything. But look how far God has brought you right now. I know he brought you far. You think you should be. But if it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be right now? Look at God. He kept you when people were doing better than you. When you were growing up, you should, you, they, they should have excelled and passed you by now. But God has raised you up above your enemies right now. That's not enough for you to tell God thank you. That's not enough for you to tell God thank you right now. Is there anybody here? Honest enough in your testimony, honest enough about your story to admit that if it was no, it was nobody but Jesus. You're not doing this on your own. You're not doing this by yourself. But nobody talk back to me. It was God who kept you. It was God who provided for you. And you tell the truth. You still slip up every now and again. Can I get a witness up in here? You still make mistakes every once in a while. But I'm glad God doesn't hold my past against me. I'm glad God doesn't keep me up from, from getting blessed because of my raggedy self. That's why I don't fool with church folk really too much. Because if you know something about me, you try to use it against me. They keep on bringing up stuff about you, Sister Amy, that they know. They'll keep on reminding you of what you used to be. Don't try to pray a prayer. Don't try to preach a sermon in front of some of these people because they'll never let you outrun your path. But thank God. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God. Because once Jesus comes into your heart, God will forgive you for your past and throw your sins behind his back. I read somewhere that he would take your sins and throw them as far as the east is to the west into the sea of forgetfulness. Is there anybody here sanctified this morning? Filled with the Holy Ghost this morning? Because he forgave you and he gave you another chance. Not a second chance. Because I messed up that second chance many times. But he gave me another chance. I get another chance to praise him. I got another chance to lift my hand. I got another chance to say hallelujah. I got another chance to say thank you, Jesus. He 
brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. He kept me when I couldn't even keep myself just then. Is there anybody here? God, man, and the Lord saves you. Are you glad the Lord kept you? Let me hear glad the Lord sanctified you. Hey, don't be ashamed to say it this morning. Don't be embarrassed right now to give God the glory for all he has done. Because he's a good God all the time. And all the time, he's good. Don't worry about who's looking at you. Don't worry about who's on the side of you. Nobody knows your story like you know your story. Nobody can tell your testimony like you can. So don't let that intimidate you when it comes to opening your mouth and doing what's right for your Lord. Don't let them stop you from praying. If you feel like it, tell God thank you. Tell them I'm glad for what you've done for me. Thank you for the character of the message. Thank you for the content of the message. God, thank you. Even though you come from a bad background, God can sweeten up your sour situation. Any good? Any good? I like it because it's good. I didn't really mean to keep it that long. I should have been there a long time ago. But it got good to me. It really got good to me since then. I felt like the old preacher said, I felt my helper. What's your helper? Can I help y'all through my helper? Jeremiah said, it's like fire.
Amen. Amen. God bless you.